everybody. Keith Dunn coming at you with another segment of the Roller Agenda. Okay, I was just talking to a friend of mine. We were discussing some things um, about what people know and don't know. And, and I made a statement earlier. I made a statement that some people think just because there was a particular family of birds that everything else is automatic. Fanciers, men, women, kids, whoever you are, just because you have a specific family, the specific family does not make everything automatic. I don't care who birds you got, it's not automatic. You still have to do the work. Some families make certain things easier, some a little harder, whatever it is, it's not automatic. Like the biggest misconception guys have right now, the biggest family these dudes think just because they got the reed pigeons everything else is automatic but reed been dead for several years and reed have been bred in birds for even more than more years than that so trust me whatever reed did make is not the same right now um would do spend so much time trying to make sure everything stay the same they mess up I can't reiterate this enough. Unless you bought those exact pairs that made those birds that are noteworthy, you have to do all the work. Just because you got a son of this and a daughter, this does not make things automatic. You still got to do the trial and error part. Still got to take place. You still got to put them together, and you have to breed them. You have to fly them. Dudes always say, well, "I got normal pigeons." I'm like, "Okay." What does that mean? Normally, they ain't bred a bird in so long. So, who birds do you really have? Yeah, they might go back to normally birds, but they're not normally pigeons. That's what you gotta understand. Once they get into somebody else's hands and they do their whatever they're gonna do with them, they're no longer normally pigeons. They just come down from normally birds. And then you guys buy birds from people who've been flying those same birds with no success. And then you think because they normally birds that you automatically from just have success. Fellas, somebody has to do the work and prove that the birds still capable of doing what they need to be done. They need to be done. Period. Um, don't get me wrong, there is some good stuff there. But you still gotta figure out which combination is gonna take you to the wherever it is you're trying to get. I don't know what you're trying to get. I know for a fact that some people really just want to be able to say they're famous and sell pigeons. I know that already. And, and I already know that already. They just want to sell pigeons. It's not about from, from furthering the Birmingham Road. It's not about cultivation. It's not about none of that. It's all about their ability to be able to sell pigeons. So nothing is automatic. Line breeding, inbreeding, outcrossing, name brand births. It's not automatic. You get a bird or two from me, it's not automatic. You still have to figure out what the bird um what, what, what the bird has in it and, and get it out the bird so it can actually perform. Like they said, uh, some Birmingham rotors only Birmingham rotors by name only. Just by name, they Birmingham rotors. Not because of their performance or nothing. Um, these, like the Norm Reed birds these dudes getting right now, a lot of guys getting the only Norm Reed birds by name. That's it. They show them display the Norm Reed birds I seen. Not even close. 
Even that's even happening now with the Jerry Birds. They're not the Jerry Birds I seen in Jerry House. I did not. It's not the same birds. Pedigree only. Oh yes, there's three quarters did, but so what? It don't it traits you you you, you stock forward every day. You did by pedigree, not by not by performance. Now, could they get great again? Yeah, but it's gonna be take somebody who's gonna take the time and do their due due diligence with the birds and, and get them there. But I don't see that happening with none of the people that have them right now. I got Norm Reed birds. I got Jerry birds. I got South African birds. Yeah, once they come here, they no longer and you bring them they're no longer South African birds. They're from the South African family of birds. They're no longer South African birds. It's like you're right now. If your parents are from Australia and you born here in the United States, guess what? You're not Australian. You're American. Sorry, that's how, that's how it is. So you was born here, you're American. Now you have your, your mother and father are Australian. You can say that's what your, your background is, but technically you're American. So let's get past. Let's, let's, let's move on right now. Since nothing is automatic, what do you do now? Everything you breed off these birds, these so-called birds, you must fly. You must fly. And select those birds that exhibit what you need to see from them. I don't care where they come from. Um, Australia, South Africa, England. Uh, what's the place to book? Holland, Canada, United States. I mean, I don't care where they come from. You got to fly them and make sure that they really possess what you say you have. I mean, what do you think you have? They say you pairs, they say you're a few young birds. See, they, and all birds don't work together. And all birds are not producers, so you still got to figure that part out. Go get the birds. Stop saying what you got. Oh, my birds go back. See, my birds go back to this and that. Let's see how good they Some dudes think because they got them, they automatically finna come in and do, do real good. And dudes are so, um, dudes have kits of birds 25. Oh, yeah, watch this. Watch out for these. What are we watching out for? They're young birds, okay? First of all, you got 25 birds. I guarantee you, once they start coming in, you won't have but 16 to 15. Let's say them 16 to 15. How many of them gonna actually actually get up getting up being a, a number one kid? I'm not saying they won't roll, but how many are gonna be good enough to be in a kit? A good kit. And that's what dudes fail too. They think because you got 25 birds, all these it's automatic. Okay. Guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna lose one or two in training. You're already down to 23. The Hawk and Falcons or whatever gonna chase off about three. They ain't down to 20. They're going to catch about three to four if you're lucky. See, now you're down to 16, 17, 16. One or two may not kit. See, how your numbers go down real quick. And that's what that's the reality of it right there. Unless you just that, just a, a established breeder with established pairs. I mean, you've breeding for, for, for years and you know these birds. That's what's gonna happen. People like that can put birds together because they, they done bred them and bred them over, over years and they start to figure them out generations so they know what trait's gonna be there. So, now are you one of them people? Well, my guess right now, 
about, there's about, out of all the people that fly here in Southern California, there's maybe about 12% of people right there that, that can do that. And that's being generous. Everybody else is wishing and hoping. And some dude's gonna get offended. If you get, if you get offended, good. Do something about it. Get your shit together. Stop saying you're gonna beat somebody with birds you ain't never break, you ain't never flew birds off of before. Now that's that's the problem. You guys get pairs, get birds, and you think you all not getting the beast man because you got pigeons. That's just part of it. Having the pigeons is part of it. Not having good pigeons that are good enough to do something, that's a whole nother ball game. See what they are first. You ain't never flew a birds off the pairs. Now you already told me you're gonna beat somebody. It's not automatic, fellas. It's not automatic. You have to do the work. You have to get back in the training. Some of these birds not gonna train well. Some gonna this we all kind of stuff gonna happen. Flippers, bumpers, birds will fly over the kit, birds will fly under the kit, birds that land early. Come on, man. You know all that happens. You're gonna breed 20, 25 birds, think they all gonna be perfect and go. No, not gonna happen. Oh, let me if it's, if it's gonna happen, let me see them from beginning to end. Write all the band numbers down, colors and everything. Let me see them from beginning to end. Stop you're gonna be missing it. It's gonna be like every year, what everybody say. You only got 12 birds left, but you bred a hundred. You bred a hundred and only got 12, so you think you're gonna have 25 and still have 25? Come on. It's not automatic. You gotta get them to do the work. And I know the people that do the work. They've proven over and over again that they can get out there and do the work and get something up worth watching. And the crazy thing about this is, most of you guys already know that the birds you got are not going to be able to do it. You know it. But your ego forces you to say this. Well, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready. Why? Why do you think you going to be ready now? You weren't ready last year. Just what, what changed? What changed? What button got pushed to make it say just because you got some birds this year, it's automatically going to change by itself? What did you do different to make it change from last year or the year before that or the year before that? What steps did you take to ensure that whatever happened to you bad three years ago is not going to happen to you this year? What steps did you take? For real. 2019 Royal Rumble. The winning kick scored 70 points out of all the people that flown. What did you do different in 2020 to make sure that don't happen in two, um, did you do different in 2020 to make, to make sure the same thing don't happen to happen in 2019? What did you do different? Oh, my bad. I forgot. We got that automatic button. It automatically gonna happen. You can push that button, okay? It automatically gonna happen now. My birds got better. No, it's not gonna happen that way. Sorry. Um, you gotta take the steps, gentlemen. Whatever happened last year, you gotta figure out why it happened and how to prevent it from happening again. See, what people understand is what men, not be saying people lack the mental fortitude is, well, the only thing I'm saying dudes don't have the, the mindset to run to a problem, acknowledge the problem, and then fix the problem and move forward. That's the problem most people don't have. They don't have the mental fortitude to do that. 
they get a problem, they get stuck. They don't know, know where to go from there. That's why we're doing this podcast to get you guys thinking about all this stuff. That's why it's here. That's why I'm doing it. And the good thing, the good thing about it, is some people are gonna listen. Some people are listening and trying to figure it out and say, you know what? You're right. But you got there's some people out there that think they know it, but they never done nothing. I'm, saying, I'm trying to combat it, kind of ref, you know, refute what I'm saying. It's okay. Them people gonna stay, remain stuck. I wish I could legally name names of people who need to need to listen to this, but legally I can't. I can't do that. I can't. I, it can be considered slander, and I don't want to get into that. But that's why I don't really name names. But the, the people know who I am. If people read this and all that, they want to read the party tomorrow. That's bullshit. But they make sure they listen to it. They're the ones who need to get out there. They're the ones that think because they got a, a specific um, pedigree that, that that is automatic. And it's not. But you know what? You got you guys. Right, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, though. You got the quarantine from the um, the Newcastle people, and you got the quarantine from the coronavirus. That's that's what's gonna make it a little difficult. But fellas, take take advantage of this right now. You stay in your backyard. You gotta stay home. Stay in your backyard. Work your birds. See, that's the good thing. And no competition. And, and nothing forcing you to fly twenty bird kits. Nothing. The good thing, the good thing about it is, <clears throat> if the if the if it's like this, the people ain't gonna be coming out testing, checking people birds either. They ain't gonna do all that either. They gonna you got you got a break from that. So take advantage of it. Put some birds up. Stop trying to put up twenty bird kits. Put 25, 30 bird kits. Get, get a lot of birds up. Don't have a number one kit. Just have kits. You know, characterize your birds as these are birds that's rolling, these ones is coming in, and these ones not. Simple. Put all the ones that's rolling together. Don't put, when they, once they start rolling, only put 25 together. Put 25 together. Fly the other ones. Just fly them all the time. When they start rolling, fly them less. So you make sure you have a better chance of having them around. It's management. It's, you, it's, now you're managing your birds now. They're rolling now. These birds rolling. You ain't fly them three times a week. These coming in. Fly them four times a week. These not really doing it. Fly them every, every day. And move them over as they start. What we do is we get one or two kids going. And then at thir- three, four, and five just sit. Don't really get no time. It should be the opposite. It should be the opposite. I'm telling you guys it should be the opposite. Once you do that, everything get better. Your number one kit, your, your main kit, you got 25 birds rolling, they're less likely, they, they will get hit. You fly three times a week, so you got another four days that they're not even flying, so there's another four chances they're not getting, you're not gonna lose any. The other kit that's, that's starting to come in good, they've gone four times, so it's three other days, they, you know, they're not getting hit, so it's three more days and you might not lose birds. Now the other ones you fly, they're not rolling yet, so fly them. As they come in, move them over. And you keep doing it. Keep repeating. Keep repeating. Now, when it's time to compete again, what? You got two kits that are capable of scoring some points. Guess what? You in good shape. But then again, it's still not automatic. And now your selection got to play a part. It's still not automatic. You still got to select the birds to put together, the ones that work together. And you got to be able to recognize that. 
That's a whole nother skill set itself. You know what I'm saying? So, man, it's, it's, nothing's automatic. You still got to do the work. You have to do the work. You got a chance to make you stay home. Do the work. It ain't make you stay in the house. You just can't come out and go nowhere. You can be in your backyard. Be in your backyard. Do what you got to do. Fly your birds. When you come out, go get your feed, get back home. I would suggest that whatever amount of feed you normally buy, buy twice as much. So you buy two bags, buy four. I think I bought six. We bought six, I think. And I'm going to go get some more this weekend. So let's buy it. You know, remember, with these birds now, it's, it's not automatic. I don't care who birds you got, it's not automatic. You still have to do the work. You have to constantly do the work. Or they will digress. Think about that. Let that sink in. Nothing is automatic. Nothing. So with that being said, I'm, I'm gonna go on and call it call call it call this a night. Well night was nice today. It's the middle of the day. What the time is it right now? right now in the afternoon right now I'm doing this podcast so you do it in the evening time but I have to do this one right now so you guys know what that means you guys um, ain't no subscribing here all you gotta do is listen and move on you can share it though with somebody else tell somebody else to click on 